episode 28 of Deepening Roots and Growing Branches, aka Roots and Branches. This is Director of Disciple by Doing, Paul Arneberg, with Pastor Brent Compelin at New Life Evangelical Free Church. And we are glad to be on the second part of our post celebration Sunday service podcast series on celebrating the celebration service. So Brent, uh, have you found that people are still kind of grasping at what is Disciple by Doing? A little bit, yeah. There's been a few that have said, can you explain that again? And, (laughs) And part of it is one of the beautiful things about what God's doing in our church right now is he's given us a creative and unique vision and for, for some, it's like, oh, I don't quite have a bucket to put that in. Yes. I'm not sure what category mm-hmm. to think about yes. disciple by doing. So because it's unique, because it is contextualized to this place at this time in history with the unique pressures of the post-Christian world we're living in, it, it's something that's going to take a little time for us to wrap our minds around. Yes. Now I've been spending, you know, a couple of years thinking about it, and then we've been sharing that for the last year or two with the church. But it is a little bit of a process for us to get up to speed, and so that's what we want to do in this episode: is talk about that because as we do part two of Celebration Sunday recap, we want to spend the next, you know, fifteen minutes or so just fleshing out what is disciple by doing. Let's dive into that a little bit deeper, and it really stems from the strategic goal statement that we developed with our vision planning team, Mm -hmm. which is, okay, why would we expand our facility? Why develop our property? Why go in this direction of a unique creative discipleship strategy? We said that we will develop a training center to form ambassadors of Jesus Christ by inspiring awe through creation. It is so intentional, these phrases. Mm -hmm. Developing a training center means that we're not a country club, we're a training center. Yes. The, the, the end of the day, this site, this 10-acre site and the facility, this is a place for you to be trained up as a disciple so that you can go out and make an impact for God's kingdom in all the places where you, in your home, community, workplace, friends, family, with your kids, grandkids, nieces, aunts, uncles, well, all, the fam- all the people. Civics, too. Yes, exactly. So training is super important. Mm-hmm. Being an ambassador is that idea of being sent, that we're a citizen of God's kingdom in heaven, and we are then in a foreign place, if you will, and we're awaiting the new heavens and new earth, and so we're ambassadors of that place. And even this sovereign, this 10-acre property is sovereign territory of God's kingdom. Yes. So that's beautiful. And then, uh, so ambassadors of Jesus Christ, and then inspiring awe through creation. It's really about giving awe and worship mm. to God. Glorifying him through creation means the embodied, tangible, hands-on ways that we see the truth of scripture embedded in our lives. All, every part of our life, whole life discipleship. And so that's what we want to flesh out today is what is this going to look like in our indoor and outdoor spaces here at New Life. That's right. Well, I, as you were speaking, believe it or not, I had a spontaneous thought, which is not so uncommon, <laughs> but I'm going to share this because at the celebration service, to connect back to that, which we're still celebrating right now, the afterglow, I held up my original set of juggling bean bags, which are the klutz bags my brother and his wife, Tom and Beth Arneberg, gave me for my 20th birthday in the 1980s. And I said, this is a discipleship tool. These three worn out beanbags are a discipleship tool. But fast or go back another few years, when I was in high school, I was, uh, I was an honorary leader of the uh, theater group because I, I happened to have big roles. And um, one day I decided I'm going to bring my football and get there a little early and just toss around the football with my theater classmates, uh, thespians, because we'd have rehearsal 6.30 to 10 every night. 
And that turned into a, a tradition where that little football made us have kind of a touch football game to kind of get the, the wiggles out before we went into rehearse for three hours, a musical or a play or something like that. And the point is that that just little small activity had nothing to do with theater per se, but it gave us a bonding. So when we were on stage together, we were more like friends and we were more ready to act and sing and dance and do all the fun things that theater kids get to do. And that, again, is a specific, tangible example. To do an activity together bonds us further. And sometimes there are skills that are applicable to real life. Sometimes they're not. It's like everything, both and. So uh, the, the more poignant example are those juggling balls. Because when my brother gave me those, he just said, this would be a fun way to accent your, your acting resume, your performing resume. At that time, I thought I would still be a full-time entertainer in radio primarily, maybe even on stage. But um, the juggling was merely to accent that. I did not know that would be a primary means by which I would then eventually disciple children and youth and even families. Yeah. I'm getting to be yeah. the age where I got to help baptize a man who is 55 years old, who became a Christian, crediting much of what he learned through being a jughead dad. Yeah. And Mitch Wicklund was baptized at Camp Lebanon up in Albany, Minnesota. And now he's with the Lord because he recently passed away um, of cancer. And uh, and so again, we back to episode 27, I said, there's not just hundreds that have been affected through New Life's ministries, there's thousands and more because like the Olson family, when they raise their six kids here. Now they're fanning out and ministering all over the metro and beyond. Uh, we are looking at how can we have seeds like a football or a set of juggling balls or many other things that we can talk about today about yep. Disciple by Doing. Yeah. And so the heart behind what, what we want to discuss here and what was presented at the celebration service, what, what really is the future vision of our ministry is to equip people in our church, equip families, equip all generations to navigate the post-Christian world, as we walk faithfully with Jesus. It is challenging to deal with all of the different things that we're bombarded with day by day. Yes. And so in order to do that, we've, we, we are aiming towards a creative strategy we call Disciple by Doing, which is to embed the truths of Scripture into the activities of everyday life. In other words, our vision is to display the truth of the gospel through immersive learning opportunities using an outdoor hobby farm and indoor music, art, science, theater, and, and a plethora of different things so that this becomes a training center to show how our faith is integrated into every part of our lives. Yes. And so then as we see and connect the dots of the truth of God's kingdom as it relates to specifically seeing it in God's creation, we see how good and beautiful and right and true who God is and what he's revealed. Yes. And we see his beautiful design. As for example, we're in a, a three to four year process to restore our, ta our 10 acres. Mm -hmm. It's been 40 years really since mm -hmm. this, this property was purchased more than 40 years. And the church uh, has kind of sits on one part of it. There's some, you know, uh, grass you could say, or I call it weeds that we mow down <laughs> in the front every, every week. But in the back of the property, there was just overgrown with invasive buckthorn mm -hmm. and all kinds of things. We're now removed invasive plants. We have the watershed district has given us a grant in order to manage it well. We've planted a prairie and we have an oak savanna and a hardwood forest and we want to have a greenhouse and vineyard and orchard and a mode event space where we can have activities, team sports. We want to show the beautiful design of how God made Southeast Minnesota. Yes in his good and purposes yes. to reflect the ordered, beautiful design 
the order, it's a beautiful ordered place because it reflects the goodness and intention of a sovereign God. That's right. And so we want to put that on display for people around Mm -hmm. us. And then we also want to do discipleship with that. When we talk about how things are dependent upon one another on our property, because we've got a prairie and we also have bee stacks, and then we have these fruit trees and we have all these other things that are going on, you're able to say, look at how God has woven this together with great purpose and intention. And you get to then embed the truths of scripture like we have with our garden project with the kids Mm -hmm. by talking about the parable of the soils, by talking about fruitfulness, weeds, harvest, by talking about the integration of a community and how we're embedded in a place and how that's so important because we're reliant upon one another, just like these plants are reliant upon one another. It just becomes a living illustration of the truth of scripture. That's right. Also, if you are new to New Life and or this podcast, you might not know that that Brent Complin, our pastor, is pursuing his doctorate and your thesis is in this realm. And and one thing I do know, uh, or should I say one thing I can share specifically, you allowed me to read one of your 20-page papers that at the time you were calling it learning by doing, and then we changed it to disciple by doing. But maybe just in the context of disciple by doing, do you want to just say a word about the academic basis, the theological academic doctoral basis for why this is being put into motion? Yeah. Uh, I've been working on this for four years now, um, since 2019. And, And that's one of the ways that God has brought the ideas to be more crystallized is through some of the deeper theological study. So Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm in the I'm in the final stages of writing the uh, major project or the dissertation for the doctoral work that is about disciple by doing. It's mm-hmm. about using immersive learning as a tool of discipleship, specifically through creation care. Yes. So how do we care for this ten acre property in a way that embeds us in a real place? Um, it develops the kind of physical reality that puts then the truth of scripture on display and really m- touches people in a deeper way in their heart. Um, one of the paper you're referring to was specifically talking about how as a signpost to and a foretaste of God's kingdom that is coming, Yes, we are putting on display how we've been transformed to be a part of the new humanity mm-hmm. whom Jesus is the pioneer and whom we are the first fruits. That's right. Because as scriptures, the New Testament unfolds this picture, God has designed us in creation in Genesis 1 and 2 to be his image bearers who work and keep the garden, who cultivate and protect, who make fruitful this creation for God's glory. Now, that's all disrupted by sin because we are now uh, corrupt in our inner being. And then our function in terms of how we steward things is totally turned upside down. We just do evil. (laughs) And then, you know, even our best intentions are always from a divided heart. Mm -hmm. And then um, relationally, we're cut off from God and from one another. Uh, our view of ourselves is warped. I mean, all, in all these ways, sin has affected everything. And then in the gospel of Jesus Christ, he's paid for our sin, satisfied the wrath of God, redeemed us by his blood in order that the image of God and all the things that entails about who we are as a whole being, body and soul, are redeemed to be a new humanity who are the people of God who glorify him by embodying that calling that we have to be fruitful, to multiply, to to, to work and keep this creation. And so what a lot of people forget is that the new heavens and new earth is going to be a, 
a physical place. Absolutely. It's a new word. Amen. <laughs> that is so, and that's, I, I credit Randy Alcorn in my middle-aged years of yeah. reading his book on heaven. And it's so liberating because it's a lie from the pit of hell to say that we're going to be disembodied spirits, uh, like little cherubs strubbing harps on clouds. That's the furthest from the truth. We're going to be real flesh and blood people, just like Jesus the Christ, risen from the dead, said, put your hand here in my side. I can eat fish. I can talk with you. I can breathe on you. Yeah. We'll be just as real as Jesus because we will be like him when we see him as he is. Yep. And therefore, we'll get to do things and activities for all of eternity, which goes us back, to, brings us back now to several by doing is being a signpost and a foretaste of the new earth. Yeah. Right here at New Life. Exactly. It's just so cool. And as we embody and embrace those new, that calling that we have as God's very people, um, we are born again in our inner being through the regeneration of the spirit as we trust, and then we trust in Christ by faith mm -hmm. and are redeemed. Um, we still live in these earthly tents awaiting the new <laughs> resurrection body. But in the meantime, we want to intentionally in this space, these 10 acres, this property, this community of people, we want to say we're going to put on display like looking ahead to that future reality. We're going to, we're going to take the truth of the gospel and the redemption of all of who we are, my entire life, my faith touches every part of who I am. That's right. So I want to see that all come under the lordship of Jesus, and we're going to embody that and show the world a totally different way. Like we live, we live as part of a different kingdom, yep. and we're going to put that on display in a tangible way. That's what disciple by doing is all about. So speaking of tangibility, I yep. have two specific examples: one in outdoor and one indoor. Uh, there's a lot of people here at New Life because we are semi-rural. Some are really rural. Others are definitely suburban, and some are semi-rural. We are. Uh, Things like the hobby farm could be an incubator of, of discipleship so that people can then practice like homesteading at their own homes. Yeah. How do you steward a fruit tree? How do you steward a garden? I've been hand mowing both at Ripe Radish Farm and at Arnishire to get a lot of mulch so we can put to bed the gardens. And by the spring, when you get that wonderful, uh, uh, what are they called, nitrites? I forget what they're called, when the leaves decompose in the grass. Those lessons we can perpetuate here at church so you can go home to your homes, whether it's a, a an apartment building and a, and a patio garden plot, or if you have 10 acres and you can have have big fields. I know some new members have several acres in Wisconsin and, and down south toward Cannon Falls. So that's outdoor alone. We can both share our knowledge with fellow New Life people and learn knowledge. That's discipleship and then apply it to your lives. The other thing indoors, I will just say, recently we celebrated Reformation Day, yeah. which the world calls Halloween. And uh, <laughs> I am a growing fan of Martin Luther because uh, as having grown up Catholic, I didn't know much about him. And uh, I resonate a lot with his devotion as a Catholic because I definitely was devoted as well. Yeah. I recently learned in a documentary I watched, he said music is only second to the word of God for worshiping the Lord. In mm. other words, he was the real forerunner to say, and if you didn't know this, some other religions don't even allow congregational singing. Martin Luther celebrated it, yeah. and he took the tradition of the Gregorian chant and made it harmonious. He wrote many hymns. And I say that because one of the specific rooms in our new building extension or addition will be music. It's not merely for jam sessions or maybe music lessons, which would include those things. Yeah. It'll be, how do we really go deep and say we can worship the Lord with every instrument and make this a major part. And that's in addition to art and theater and science, which again, science alone 
We can look at science as a major category that can include things like auto mechanics, as well as um, medical, which I love the idea of yeah. stewarding our nutrition, our exercise, our holistic uh, uh, homeopathy so that we are not dependent on drugs and surgery, but we can look first, how did God design foods to nourish and heal us? Um, and so those are ways that they're specific in this church, and they're meant to train us to go out and be more effective personally and to also bless others. Yeah. I think I think the whole point and something that people need to grasp here that it, we want to see how embracing all these creative ways that we see the truth of how God made this creation, what he's revealed in his word about who we are, who he is, and then what he has done and what he's created, is that the the whole point is that we would see uh, a, a a that everything, in our lives is about Jesus being Lord over all of it. Yes. And so it's like a total transformation of bringing the integration of our faith into every area. And the reason why that's so important is we talked in the last episode and it's, I want to reiterate training up the next generation in this post-Christian world in 2023 with all the pressures that are on us um, to, to, to question whether we should really follow the Lord mm. in that difficult context where we're going to have increasing persecution, where we're going to have increasing yes. uh, forces against Christians. Yes. We need to show the next generation that the gospel, the message of the gospel, the lordship of Jesus, the reality of the kingdom of God, and what it means to walk by faith, that it is a dynamic and rich and wonderful picture of an entire life devoted to the Lord. Amen. It is not just my Sunday morning hour and a half that I go to church and I chit chat with a few people, you know, slam a donut and a cup of coffee, <laughs> yeah. and I listen to a good sermon. It is my entire life, seven days a week. Yes. Wholehearted, whole life discipleship. And we need to show the next generation how compelling that is, because that is just what it's all about. It's so beautiful mm -hmm. to see your entire life devoted to the Lord. And so we want to show that, that science is not something that gets to be owned by the non-Christians. That's right. Absolutely. God made all of these, 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 these laws you can observe, the natural laws. That's right. He's the one who designed he them. He designed it. And so we give him glory by saying, wow, look at how beautiful it is when we do science for the glory of God. Amen. And it's art, it's music, it's, but it's everything. Like you, you mentioned, it's, it's how we steward our homes it's how we do relationships. It's the kind of quality of work I do, whether mm -hmm. I, whether I'm a data cruncher or whether I'm a teacher or whether I'm a doctor or whether I, I, I trim trees or I build buildings. Yep. All vocations can come under the lordship of Jesus and done for His glory, and that's really what we want to put on display, so that the next generation will learn what it means to walk in faithfulness. That's right, and how we relate to one another, and often activities and purposeful things that we do together go beyond the boundaries of age and gender and class. It's we connect because we share an activity, and that makes us more whole as a people. And also, by yep. the way, I'm glad you mentioned that word persecution, because not only I believe that's coming up in your John 15 sermon. That reminds me, if you hear this before, November, 
November 12th. Make sure to stay for a Q&A at the end of each service about December by doing. We're going to flesh that yes. out further again after the celebration service. And we'll probably do that several times or at least uh, in, in communication written in in this podcast. But persecution, Christians, brothers and sisters, is real. And I do believe it will ramp up in America, but all the more reason to make New Life Church an oasis for the kingdom of God here so that we're strengthened to endure. When you read Hebrews chapter 10 and 12 and other places through the New Testament, and for that matter, the Old Testament, when the body of Christ or the Old Testament saints are persecuted, for that matter, Revelation, when the saints are persecuted in Revelation, they are bonded further because we need each other more as the world comes after us more. So activities disciple by doing are to strengthen our core of our faith, not just as some strategy that's going to be a clever ministry initiative, but we want it to be a whole life trajectory that strengthens us. Uh, I, I often pray, prepare me for the day of persecution yeah. to the point of death. Yeah. Or inconvenience. Yeah. <laughs> because sometimes even inconvenience, and that might be yeah. soft persecution of being denied a contract or being denied a job promotion because they dared to find out you're a Christian. That is going to become more real because it's going to be risky to stand up for the Lord Jesus yeah. Christ in this day and age. But at New Life Church, we want to help you to stand shoulder to shoulder to make sure you're strengthened in your spirit. I believe that's one of the Ephesians phrases. May, may the inner spirit be strengthened in your inner being uh, through faith. And that's the word of God. It's the fellowship of God. It's the teaching of the word. It's yeah. being together as yeah. the church. Yep. Yeah. And this is for all generations. Mm -hmm. yes. You know, we have highlighted how much this affects, especially the training up of the next generation mm -hmm. of kids, but it is for all of us because all of us need to see our discipleship affect every part of our life. Yes. And there's activities, passions, skills that God has given you that you say, how do I take this captive for Christ and use it as an, a relational opportunity to connect with others to put the gospel on display and then point them to Jesus. Yes. That can happen for every single one of us in whatever activity. And that is so important. So, so here's what we're going to do. Cause we'll kind of wind down here. Yes. Uh, you mentioned it. I want to specifically invite you. If you are still interested in learning more, uh, whether it's questions specifically from celebration Sunday, what we're doing with the building project or what is disciple by doing come on November 12th mm -hmm. during our regular 9 a.m. and 1045 services, we are going to have a Q&A time where you and I are going to be up front and we're just going to talk for the last maybe 15 minutes of the service and just say, what questions do you have? Yes. Because we want to make sure that this deeper vision of what we're doing is really clear, that we're going to be founded on scripture, biblically founded. We're going to cooperate with God's design and how he made us and how he made this world. We're going to be rooted in a real community. We're going to use this learning by doing method that we call disciple by doing. Mm -hmm. We're going to bring to light cultural idols mm -hmm. and help people understand the world that we're living in. And we're going to do it through relationships. Yes. And so that is, that's what it's all about. And so yes. that's that I want to make sure you feel invited, welcomed, come and join us on the 12th because we're going to dive into that. Yes. And you may also email questions ahead of time. My email is paul at nlefc.org. And I believe yours is brent at nlefc.org. Yep. Or you can do it anonymously too. You can put that in the offering box or give it to someone, a little slip of paper, post it. We'd love to hear your questions because we are together going forward and it is an act of faith. We don't have all the answers, but we do know we're heading in a Godward direction for the glory of Christ. We hope you come with us and consider also giving your time, treasure, and talents. This is Paul Arnerberg, Director of Disciple by Doing with Pastor Brent Compline here at New Life EV Free Church, EFC Church in, uh, in Hastings, Minnesota. Thank you very much for listening. God bless. Enjoy November 2020. 23.